Daily podcast. What's going on, Mr. Jonathan? Man, I'm ready to make that devil run. I don't know make about you. Run. Hey, hey, you know what? That's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to make him run by talking about the armor of God. The whole armor of God. All of it. Not some of it. Right? Well, yeah, that that's way? right. It all goes together. That's right. Yeah. Like a, like a, a erector set. Yeah. You're missing one piece, you're in trouble. Yeah, you got a suit and you don't have your cufflinks. Uh-oh. You, know, you ain't oh, dressed. Oh, no. come on now. Come on now. Don't. He ain't never lying. Nah. <laughs> you got to be looking tight, boy. That's right. Got to have them cufflinks on. Yes, sir. Little crosses. I like I got some little cross cufflinks. Oh, you would have yeah. cross yeah. cufflinks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go with my pink uh-huh. suit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, my name is Pastor Jonathan Glover. And what is your name, sir? I am Mr. Jonathan Johnson. Mm-hmm. Well, we have had on our heart to do a podcast, and we prayed about it, and the Lord gave us the title Surrender Daily, because for a Christian, we have to surrender daily. We have to pick up our cross and follow Jesus, right? That's right. I mean, if you're going to put on the whole armor of God, first thing you got to do is surrender to your king. That's right. Ooh, you know, that's before good. you you go into battle. Right. Because you know, Jesus said, if you want to follow me, surrender daily, pick up your cross daily and follow and me. Follow me. That means die to yourself daily. Yeah. And follow Jesus. I I know men you've talked about this before, but uh, I was uh, reading about what the Romans did, you know. Yeah. And the reason why they made people carry their cross because right. you were submitting to Rome's power. Yeah. And, you know, mm. it, for Jesus to say, take up your cross and follow me, he know he knew all about the Romans right. and what their deals was and everything yeah. else. So, you know, we're submitting to his power. And if you would permit me just a second, I saw this the other day and I wanted to, wanted to read this. It's in, uh, it's in Matthew. I shall permit. <laughs> all right. I appreciate you permitting me. Yeah. Uh, it's when uh, Jesus heals the centurion servant. And mm-hmm. I've, I've read that a million times. Right. But the other day, it kind of spoke to me a little bit, especially in light of the fact that we've got a Surrender Daily podcast right. and what it means to surrender daily. But let me read this to you for a second yeah, and you'll understand ahead, what I'm man. talking about. He says, yeah. um, Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, mm. dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also, this is part that really spoke to him. He says, for I also am a man under authority. I'm also right. a man under authority, okay. having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and another one come, and he comes, and to my servant do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Surely I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Right. Wow. So right there, the centurion soldier is recognizing that Jesus Christ has got authority and right. power. Yeah. 
he he recognizes him right off the bat and says, this guy has got authority. All he has to do is speak the word like me. When right. I send my soldiers out, yeah. they go do what I say because I have authority over them. Right. He is showing that Jesus Christ has authority over sickness, over death, come on, come over on. hell, yes. over anything that will come against right. you. Jesus Christ has that authority. Right. Boy, when that's, I when I read that, I was so like, oh. that's and that's such a good place to actually start with the armor of God because listen, He's not just giving you armor and sending you out willy nilly. He's giving you armor and He's sending you out over things that he's got the authority over and he is established in giving you the boldness of the Holy spirit and the authority that he's placed in us as Christians to, uh, rebuke those things. And we have authority over them. We have power over them because of the blood that covers us. And then we put on the full armor of God. Woo. And you know, that's a powerful Christian. When, when we do those things and when we submit to his authority and then he in turn puts that authority in us, it's like the, uh, uh, the great commission, mm-hmm. you know, he says, God, the father has given me all authority in heaven and on earth. And now yeah. I'm placing it in you. Cause I'm walking with you to the ends of the earth forever and forever. As you go out and you tell everybody about me. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So listen, uh, you can put on a bunch of armor and be a weak person underneath. Yeah. You know, like, and you can put on a bunch of armor and it be to your detriment if you're not uh, living for the Lord and if you're not full of the Holy Spirit and if you're not uh, walking in the authority and the boldness that God has given us, right? Right. Because that's what it's all about. Uh, it's like, you know, if you put armor on a little kid who doesn't know how to use a sword, who doesn't know who can't pick the shield up who who is just weak because he's he's small and he's a little kid that that armor is not going to help him any it's mm-hmm. the same way with the with the with the grown up if we put on the full armor and we're not walking with the lord we're not reading the word we don't know uh what kind of authority and boldness that the lord has placed in us with his holy spirit then you can just be wearing a bunch of armor in it and it not help you at all. But when, like you just said, you understand that God has given us that authority, he's put that Holy Spirit in us to give us that power that we need to walk in his boldness and in his authority. Now you got a, a Roman, uh, you know, what you think of a Roman soldier up there, you know, like yeah. not a Roman soldier, but you know what I mean? Like just a big, powerful, the guy on the movie, a 300, warrior, a yeah. Warrior. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for stopping my bumbling. Well, I, you know, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> right. <laughs> I knew you couldn't do this by yourself. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, he is 100% correct. So, yeah. But, yeah, a warrior. Now you've got a warrior. And there's not, there's no more powerful warrior than a warrior for Christ. Yeah. Praise the Lord. That's That's got me excited, Jonathan. Oh, yeah. Got you excited? Absolutely. All right. Well, let's pray. Let's pray real quick. Let's do it. Lord, we thank you so much. We just we just thank you, Lord. We thank you um, for the authority that you put in us, Lord God, as sons and daughters of Jesus Christ. Lord, I just pray uh, 
that you help whoever is listening to this, Lord God, to hear uh, what they need to hear from you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would speak to them. Lord God, I pray that you anoint uh, mine and Jonathan's lips, uh, Lord God, that we speak your words, that we speak your truth, Lord God, and that that we uh, uh, give all honor, praise, and glory to you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. Glory. Well, brother, you want to... Uh, Read us a little. So what what we kind of talked about doing, so y'all know, is just uh, opening this podcast up on a series of uh, the full armor of God. Uh, Jonathan is uh, the team director, a.k.a. pastor. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you just can't stop hanging that title on. I can't. Thing. I'm sorry. But um, you do such a great job with those teens. And he just finished teaching them all about the full armor of God. And um, so we just decided that, you know, that's something that would be a great thing to talk about on the podcast, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, anytime you're talking about uh, the armor of God, I mean, I know that's always interested me. And the fact that uh, in, in my studying, you know, I've kind of noticed about why Paul used armor, you know, right. because he was in prison during this time. Yeah. And he was seeing the soldiers everywhere he was going. And, and Paul is like really good about giving people an analogy right. that really speaks to, you know, yeah. the situation. Right. And it's cool that he's he's in jail, but he is such a powerhouse for Christ. Yeah. Right? Like he's in jail, but he's in no way uh, being held back because God was using that for him to write these very scriptures that we're studying. He's in jail, but he's free. He's free. You know, he's, they got, he's got something they can't take away from him. Right. They can't lock it up. Right. Come on. <laughs> you know, yeah. they can't lock it up. They uh, can't restrict it. Yeah. He's got liberty as he would say. Yeah. And that's liberty. the only way we got freedom. Right. You know, really? Yeah. I mean, people are walking around out there. It's not behind bars that is just as much in prison mm. as the people in San Quentin. You're exactly you know? right. They're, they're trapped. Because sin is a prison. Yeah. It's separation from God. It's a prison. It's strongholds. It's got you wrapped in chains. And and we have to fight those, and we have to fight against those uh, principalities of darkness, as we're going to see. Mm -hmm. But when I was in addiction and, and sin, and me and you talked, you know, when you were in sin, we was we were in a prison. Yeah, a, a prison of darkness. Yeah, and uh, praise God that He has come to live in each one of us, and He is the light. Man, that's good. Making a new thing in us. Man, making know? a new thing in us. Yeah, preach it. <laughs> that's so good. Making yeah. a new. That's a good sermon title yeah. there. Make a new. Thing Make a new us. thing in us. And he does, and he, he continues to do. But you know what you have to do every day for that to happen? You have to surrender daily. Yes, sir. You knew where I was going. That's why That's yeah. why we're one and two here. Right? Our or merchandise shop is yeah. opening soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll have a, a, a cash app. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we do have a cool logo that, that uh, hopefully people will like. I think they will. Uh, and what it means, you know is is worth so much more than any kind of money yeah if you can figure out how to wake up every day and surrender man you're in good shape Absolutely. all right so let's get into this scripture here which is the most important thing 
<clears throat> All right, I'll start reading at verse 10, and uh, we're just going to dive into this and uh, just get as far as we can. Finally, this is Ephesians 6, verse 10. Finally, be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of darkness, against evil, spiritual forces in the heavens. For this reason, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist in the evil day and having prepared everything to take your stand stand therefore with with truth like a belt around your waist righteousness like armor on your chest and your feet sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace in every situation take up the shield of faith which is with you which shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of that sorry evil one take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god pray at all times in the spirit with every prayer and request and stay alert with all perseverance and intercession for all the saints pray also for me that the message may be given to me when i open my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel for this i am an ambassador in chains pray that i might be bold enough to speak about it as i should can you believe paul is asking to be more bold yeah. yeah like how can you get more bold than paul right man and so if paul's asking for prayers to be more bold i'm just gonna go ahead and say please pray for me to be more bold. <laughs> <Absolutely>, <laughs> right? yeah. i mean man so brother what do you think about that verse 10 i just love i love breaking these verses down yeah man that, that that's a powerful powerful scripture right there uh, i always did love it uh, yeah when he talks about you know extinguishing the fiery darts of the wicked yeah. one, you know, Ooh. and he does hurl them, don't he? Man, he hurls them <laughs> one after the other. Yeah, but it tells us, you know, we can we can extinguish. Uh, it says uh, extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, all of them. So take hope in that. Uh, but let's jump right here into verse ten. Finally, be strengthened by the Lord. And by his vast strength. So whose strength do we have to walk in? God's. God's. Yeah. Because we're nothing. I like that next that next verse. And the power of his might. Mm. Man. Put on the so so just what we were just saying, what we read first about the authority and all of those things. What he's telling you and how we talked about, you can put on all this armor, but if you ain't walking with the Lord, if you're not being strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength, then you, then, then, you know, you got to start with a good foundation, right? We have to start yeah. with the foundation, the cornerstone who is Christ. So before we put all this armor on, our spiritual life has got to be right. We've got to be right with the Lord so that when we put this armor on, we're putting it on somebody who is in the Lord's yeah. strength, right? And so then it goes on to say, after you are putting on this strength, because he has a vast amount of strength, mm -hmm. right? Vast. That means like an endless amount. 
like yeah if you look out to a sea a vast sea and right. as far as i can see is go. nothing but water and right. waves yeah you know that's, so that's god's power what what a dude that's amazing what you just said think about looking out at the ocean it meets with the horizon, mm-hmm. right? The ocean meets with the horizon. It's vast. It, it goes all the way to it meets the sky. Yeah. When you're looking at it. That's God's power. Yeah. <laughs> that's God's strength. Man, that's that's awesome. I, I mean, so just think about that. We have to be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. Now, while, now, with that in our mind, being strengthened, that the Lord has a vast amount, an endless amount of strength for us, that we have to be strengthened by him. Now we put on the full armor of God. And so what? why does it say put on the full armor of God? So that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. Every piece of armor uh, is important in the battle. Right. You know? Yeah. But the core of it always is uh, the heart, you know, right. Jesus. He's mm. the he's the, the piece reason. that holds it all together. Yeah. And without him, the rest of the armor is useless. That it's breastplate useless. of righteousness. You know, the breastplate right. is the main, it's the main thing. focus yeah. of the devil. The devil shoots right for the heart, right. you know, every time. Yeah, because he's going for a kill shot. He's yeah. not trying to wound us. That's what we have to understand. Like, even the little sin— there's a bigger intent behind the temptation of a smaller sin. It's to, yeah. it's to weaken the armor. Right? Yeah. And to like lead, it's like, it's all leading to death. Yeah. Even the smallest sin that we get caught up in the small, the smallest temptation, the arrow that he throws at us, even the smallest one will make it, us fail. Yeah. Right. And it's, and it's intent is not for that one. It's intent. It's to kill us. Yeah. You know, so even like when it starts out, you know, it's it start out might look small in the beginning, but his intent is to lead you to death. Yeah. Eternal death. Right. Right. All right. I'm afraid that some of the people listening might not realize who we're talking about when we say God, okay. you know, about who uh, that we're worshiping here. Right. He He's not some drug addict, you know weak you know uh, mind or anything like that he is almighty god he's not a baby anymore in a manger right you know yeah he's he's not hanging on a cross as a lamb to be slain right he is the alpha and omega come on he is god almighty right you know he's the line of the tribe of judah yes you know oh man grab a hold of who we're talking about when we say that when we say when me and jonathan's sitting here talking about submitting to his power right it's not just idle words right if you submit to god's power it's going to be life-changing yeah you have to do that before you suit up right before you get ready for battle that's so good you have to submit to the king yeah you got to surrender daily yes to the king and i'm glad you said that because that's so important like the god we're talking about is one but he's three right the, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we talk about Jesus, we're talking about God. Yeah. When we talk about God the Father, we're talking about God. When we talk about the Holy Spirit, we're talking about God. All three of those make up one, just like a glass of water. You can pour it in three different cups, but it still came from the same cup, and it still yeah. is the same water, right? 
and I know there's all kinds of analogies, yeah. and that's it's it's just one of those kind of difficult things to understand sometimes. But you know, we ourselves are mind, body, and spirit or soul. You know, like in ourselves. Yeah. So you can understand that within yourself. Uh, but I'm glad that you made that clarification because we need to understand we're not talking about Buddha. We're yeah. not talking about, uh, we're, we're not talking, who, who else? I, you know, man, there's a lot of them. There's a know, lot of fake uh, ones, yeah. right? There, uh, and people will tell you that, oh, there's many pathways to heaven. There's many, there's many gods and many, you know, yeah. I had a, I heard a guy one time in Sunday school class kind of talk about the fact that, you know, well, there's, there's a lot of different types of, of, uh, consciousness yeah. or, or something like that. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. Now, there's only one way. Right. You know, God Come said, on. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. Right. If you want to get to the Father, you got to talk to the Son right. first. Right. Yeah. And, you know, uh, whatever God is out there is not going to get you anywhere. There's many different items. It's going to get you somewhere. Yeah. It's going to get you to a place of torment. Yeah. Unless you surrender your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and, you know, you don't. I said it Wednesday night. You don't hear a lot of pastors talk about hell these days and, oh, well, it's hellfire and brimstone. Listen to me. It's the Bible. Yeah. And it's crazy to me that preaching the gospel, which is there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun, has been come to a point to where it's negative for you to preach the gospel. Yeah, well, that don't get uh, butts in the seat. Right. You know, I mean, right. it makes people uncomfortable. Right. So they don't want to be uncomfortable. They don't, right. They want to hear uh, seven ways to happiness in yeah. the Lord. You know, yeah, like. They, they want to hear how God is going to prosper them. Yeah. Financially speaking. Right. Yeah. You know. And, and, and like, even apart from the financially speaking, they want to hear how God's going to bless them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and listen, like. It's kind of messed up that we've turned it into something that any like we have to have something else other than Jesus living inside of us. That is the blessing. Yeah. The death on the cross is the blessing. The fact that we have air in our lungs and he put it there is the blessing. Like I don't need a car to be the blessing. I don't mm-hmm. need a house to be the blessing. Yeah. I just need a relationship with Jesus. That is the blessing. And so we we we've turned it into such a thing of money and just blessings like oh pour out your blessings on me you know like and god at times will pour out his blessings on you but uh people that know me have heard me say this a lot the joy of the lord is not all about sunshine and rainbows. Mm-hmm. The joy of the Lord is for the tough times. When you're walking through the valley, now you got the joy of the Lord on your side because the joy is knowing that you're holding the nail-scarred hand of Jesus through the valley. Come on. You know? Yeah. Like, the joy of the Lord is knowing that it takes two mountains to make one valley. You've heard me say this, Jonathan, and you know it. It takes two mountains to make one valley. That means that you'll be on the mountaintop twice as much as you're in the valley. But when you're in the valley, the joy of the Lord is knowing that God is with you. God Almighty, who created the universe, right? Yeah, absolutely. Created the universe. It's hard to wrap your head around that, you know. And, and if you could, it wouldn't be God. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> why, is he, why is he interested in me <laughs> right, at all? Right. You and know? wants to save me. Yeah. And did it. And actually saved me before me was here. Yeah. Before the foundation of the earth. 
you know, like he saved us. Yeah, Glory before you were formed in the womb, he knew right. you. I mean, that's, he knew isn't that you. what scripture yeah. is that? I forget, but uh seems like it's like in Jeremiah or Isaiah. I could be way off, but uh sound like maybe even a psalm or a proverb. It's in the Bible though. It's in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know, like it says that he he measured out the the heavens with the span of his hand. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me that, that that's good and stuff. He, he wants and he wants a relationship with me. Yeah. The same God that created the world in seven days knows every hair on my head. This yeah. is the God that we're talking about putting on the armor for. Yeah. Right? Like this is the God that the 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 enemy, the evil one, darkness, is trying to come against. Yeah. And he's coming against him because of proudness, pride. He wanted to be bigger than God. He had a a great place in heaven. He was the song leader in heaven. Uh, Lucifer was, and he wanted to be God. And then he fell like lightning from heaven. (laughs) God thumped him and threw him out of heaven, right? And so we know that, uh, matter of fact, it tells us uh, that through the cross and resurrection of Christ, victory is already won. The devil has lost. The only power he has is the power that we give him. We are to stand firm in Christ's victory. We are to stand firm in the full armor of God. And we started on it and we've gotten off, but I'm all right with that because the Holy yeah. Spirit led us. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just kind of felt like before we start strapping on our armor, you know, I really yeah. want people to understand uh we're not joking around here. You know, this no. is this is a real God that we're talking about. Right. This is not Starbucks Christianity. No. You know, this is something, this is a real deal. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of people play church, to yeah. be honest. They come in on Sunday and they don't think about God the rest of the week. Right. They're done, you yeah. know. Yeah. Like you was talking about, they're checking a box. Yeah. You know, they, they've checked that box. And, uh, you know, that, that worries me. That worries it worries me. me for people. And, yeah. I, you know, the rapture could happen at any moment. And a lot right. of people don't like talking about that because that, that scares them. But if it scares you, something's there's going a, on, you got to right. check. Yeah, if it scares you, there's an issue there. Yeah. I had a lady say to me today, her boyfriend just died. And she said, the pastor came by and, and I just didn't like him. And I said, well, why not? And she said, Oh, he's just a holy roller. He's just too much. He's all the way out there. And I'm more, I forget the actual words she said, but basically what she was saying is I'm uh, more of a lukewarm Christian. Yeah. And she wants it that way. And I thought, what, like, what do I say in that moment? Like, like, what do you, that's so sad. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you, if you really and truly believe that this the Bible is the word of God, if you really and truly believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God and came out of heaven and died on the cross for you, why would you want to just kind of be a Christian? Yeah. To just be lukewarm. It's like I'm a big coffee drinker. I love coffee. Yeah. That's one of the things I look forward to when I wake up in the morning is my right. coffee. But I don't like cold coffee. Right. I like my coffee hot. Yeah. And there's only one thing I hate worse than cold coffee, and <laughs> that is on. lukewarm coffee. Right. 
I have taken a drink of it and I've spit it out before because it's just not good for anything. Right. You can get cold coffee, you know, and drink it. Some people drink it with ice. Yeah. And it tastes better than it does when it's lukewarm. Right. That's what God said. If you're neither hot nor cold, I'll spew you out of my mouth. Out of my mouth. You know. Right. In other words, God's saying, I will, you make me want to throw up. Yeah. Pro, <laughs> you know? Not just throw up, projectile yeah. vomit. I mean, you, you really, you're literally making me yeah. sick by how you're acting. Right. You well, know. And, and like, think about that. Why is that? And this is, and this is really what I think about that. Because people who are lukewarm are thinking they're okay. They don't think that they, uh, need the Lord any more than they have him. People that are cold are in a position to where God, where they're going to get to a rock bottom to where they're going to see God. But people who are coming to church every week who are seeing God and not being on fire for him, that's a whole nother kind of, that's a whole nother kind of, uh, callous, yeah. You know, like I don't know. That's a whole nother kind of cold. It's yeah. lukewarm, but it's like really it's it's like ice cold with a block around it that you can't get to because they come every single week. If they're going to a Bible preaching church, they hear the gospel preached every single week and they have no no kind of reaction to it at all. And that's scary. Yeah. That's why we had to surrender daily. Because if we don't, then we get those calluses over our heart. And this is the verse I was talking about. Um, it says, it's Isaiah 40. I know this is off, but uh, no, I think nothing's that's all off. right. <laughs> Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? God has measured the <laughs> waters of the sea, of the, of, of the creeks, of the rivers, of the little ponds. He measured the waters in the hollow of his hands or marked off the heavens with the span of his hand. So like from your pinky to your wrist, God held his hand up and marked off the heavens with, with the span of his hand. Yeah. Okay. With the same hand, he measured the water in the hollows. Okay. He goes on to say, who has gathered the dust of the earth in a measure or weighed the mountains on a balance and the hills on the scales, who has directed the spirit of the Lord, or who gave him counsel? Who did he consult? Who gave him understanding and taught him the paths of justice? Who taught him knowledge and showed him the way of understanding? Look, the nations are like a drop in a bucket. They are considered as a speck of dust on the scales. He lifts up the islands like fine dust Lebanon's cedars are not enough for fuel or it's animals enough for a burnt offering like <laughs> that's the wow. god we're talking about yeah. folks this is what we're talking Man. about right here that's the god that that we serve you serve a powerful powerful god and there's nothing that he can't do he has no limits he was here before there was anything Man, that just, that's strong, man. It says, God is enthroned above the circle of the earth. Its inhabitants are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like the thin cloth and spreads them out like a tent to live in. 
He reduces the princes to nothing and makes judges of the earth like a wasteland. I mean, I could go on and on. It's just, this is all Isaiah 40. Um, God is real, right? Yeah. And uh, we we started off to talk about his, uh, his amazing armor, but he led us another way. Yeah. But I think, like, he clearly just spoke to us and said, hey, before you start talking about all that, you yeah. need to tell them, who I am. Who I am. The I am. The what, I you know? am. Yeah, the, uh, that's Exodus, uh, the great I am. What he said to him, uh, what I preached uh, last Sunday, where uh, he was, where Peter was looking to him, and uh, they were they cried out in fear because they thought he was a ghost, and he said, take courage, do not be afraid, Yeah, for it is I, but some translations said, for it is I am. Yeah. That's a declaration of saying he's God, right? Like the the Muslims will always tell you, well, show me where he claimed to be God. Well, there's seven times in John alone, but there's another one. For I am. Take courage. I am. I am. See, I is personal, right? Mm-hmm. Am is like, uh, not that I'm a, a English major, but am is like a, it's a present tense statement am it's like you know i'm it's a ever present tense so our god is a personal present god yeah he's with us he's ever present ever present so like when he talks about something when he talks about satan being thrown in a pit forever and forever he's been there yeah it's like already happened you can like when he gives us a promise, when he tells us something's going to happen, you can take it to the bank, buddy. You yeah. knew what I was about to say. Didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> you got a little catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. You can take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. Yes, he's a, uh, he's a limitless God. Right. You know, it, <clears throat> I'll share a little story with you and then I'll hush. But, uh, cause Alexander the great, um, I love history, you know, but, and Alexander the great was one of the greatest Roman generals ever, right. you know? And uh, after he won battle after battle after battle, but uh, his men all loved and respected him because of who Alexander the Great was, how, how he gave them victory after victory, you know. Right. And uh, he told his men after a big battle that they had won, he told uh, his commanding officer, one of the commanding officers, he said, go tell the men to ask me anything that they want and I'll give it to them. So all the men started bringing their requests to this guy, you know, and they told him, I want a big party, you know, with kegs of beer and all this stuff, you know. And the other guy's like, yeah, I want uh, uh, a new mule or something like this. You know, everybody's giving these little requests. Then they come to this one guy. He said, I want like 90 acres of land. I want a huge house, and I want to be able to govern all this land in Alexander the Great's name. And I want riches. He told all the riches and stuff that he want. And that right. guy's like, man, are you crazy? <laughs> you, right. If I bring this request to him, he's going to kill you. Right. And uh, he said, well, you know, he asked anything I wanted. That's what I'm asking for. Right. All right. You know, well, he goes, he, Alexander's waiting for the list, mm-hmm. you know, and he says, where's the list at? And he gives him all of them. He says, this all of them? He said, well, there's one more, but I don't really want to bring this to you. He yeah. said, no, let me have it. I want all the the list he said if you if you give everybody else what they want yeah but not this one he said well what is it he told him what it was he said granny's request he said what you're gonna give him all that stuff he said yeah because this guy knows who i am 
Ooh, he understands my greatness and my right. power. He knows that there's nothing right. that I cannot give him. Give him what he wants. That's so good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. that's God. Yeah. We that's got to recognize yeah. who Ooh. our general is, who Come our on. king is, yes. who our commander Preach. is. That's good. He, he will give us anything with the desires of our heart. He wants right. to hear it. Yeah. If we got the smallest ailment, he wants to hear it. Right. There's nothing I can't do. There's nothing too small Glory. or too great. Yes. Realize, folks, yes. who God is. Right. That's the first step before you put the armor on. Yeah. Know who you're serving. Right. Don't just throw armor and a sword on and run into battle without knowing the power of the man that you are serving, man. the God, the king, mm. the best friend you'll ever have. Glory. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Woo. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Woo. That's good. That's the Holy Spirit, son. Woo. Man, I'm going to tell you what. The great I am. That's that's who we're serving. I, I'm a, I'm I'm just gonna leave it at that, brother. I mean, I I don't know about you, but uh, whew, that I'm just gonna leave it at that. Lord bless us, help us to be more like you, Lord God. Thank you, Amen. And run, devil, run. Yeah. Woo. Until the break.